the college baseball experience weekend preview episode on the sports gambling podcast network presented by win bet for every $25. You bet on college basketball. Win bet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March madness and a thousand dollars in free win bet credits. Download the win bet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duels. Stable Duels, a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome, welcome to the college baseball experience. What what week week uh, to week three check in? Is that is this what we should call this one? I'm not sure. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. might be canceling, but guess what? Who knows what's going on there, right? You want to come at the players? You want to come at the owners? I don't know. You want to go there trying to, I don't, I don't know all the stuff that's going on, but one thing I do know that's going on, it's college baseball. They don't stop. They keep playing. Uh, and that's why we had to bring on, I mean, this guy, you're going to get to know him well with the college baseball experience and the college basketball experience, college football experience. Jack of all trades, uh, SGPN contributor. Give it up for my guy Noah B. Nick. What's up, Noah? How's it going, Colby? I'm excited. We have the most college baseball games on a slate coming up this weekend, so I'm very excited to just dive into it. Yeah, I mean, and and that's the one thing. So for me, it's like, uh, look, I, I'm trying to get it more and more into it. I, I've always enjoyed the postseason, but it's hard for me in February and March with me doing college basketball, where it just obviously goes bananas in, in that those two months um, to fully get all the way in. But I, I, we've had it on at the office almost every day. I mean, and what's an, another thing that always surprises me, they start like what it was February 18th or 19th. I feel like the season, the uh, first pitch was, was thrown Man, I I I want to say it might have been Maine University. I could be wrong. They showed a clip of some dude pitching in the snowstorm, and the, the wind looked so so bad. I mean, I, I St. Ma- Joe's. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, the, the, the that poor- was the first weekend. Hey, I I said in this game they're allowed to hit though. I took a shot at you for the football thing. Oh. Penalties called nowadays. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, dude. That that pit, They were showing some of those pitches, man. I was like. Oh, poor. It's a white ball and white snowflakes. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, but even the wind, it looked like in the middle of like a monsoon from a or a hurricane with the wind. So you had the snowflakes going, just complete monsoon. 
uh, or, or, you know, crazy wins going on. Uh, I, I just, I, I, first off, I sympathize with the pitcher. I was like, damn, it's cold as hell. And like, you know, that strike zone, I mean, good luck. Good luck with getting it in that strike zone, but uh, yeah. but man, some of these games have been wild. We've had games on. I know you know Ryan, Real Money Kramer here in the SGPN studio, big Virginia Tech fan. We've had them on a lot. They've been kicking ass. I know that they're undefeated, but I, you could I guess make the argument they haven't played many teams. I know uh, you know perhaps uh, you know the Duke Blue Devils were a bit overrated because you know my my Pirates from ECU. <laughs> And I shouldn't be talking too much shit because they, they came out late a lemon, as I like to say late a lemon. And then, uh, uh, you know, first couple games didn't look, uh, didn't look like the greatest team. I know you, I know you sent me something about some, some questionable calls uh, down the stretch there, but my, you, you still got my pirates, you know, uh, looking pretty good though. Right. So as of right now, there's a few questions. Main question is, uh, Carson Wisenhunt, their ace, he is currently not pitching right now. He's missed the first two Friday games, and he is their Friday night starter. Um, he's not injured. My inference or thought is maybe it is school grades related, and he is sitting out right now. I mean, you did tweet out a clip today saying that ECU is the Harvard of the South, so <laughs> they might they might be slapping them on the wrist right now. I'm thinking it's probably not grades. It might be maybe a, a, a drunken public charge. Perhaps can I can I perhaps? Get, and I don't want I I don't know, Mister Wizard. Godwin did say it was team policy, like he disobeyed team policy, so well, or broke team rules. I can like tell that. you that at East Carolina. There's a lot of parties out there. All right. A lot of nice parties. <laughs> so I'm going to say there's a high probability he might've got caught doing a keg stand. Uh, maybe, maybe the game before the night before a game, certainly possible, certainly possible. Oh, did, he, did he do a Paulo Ben and drive off and get <laughs> blow by a stop sign? Or something? Yeah. And, and he had his, uh, he had uh, what the coach's son in the car. So he got him. <laughs> yeah. No grandson, coach K Gra- grandson. grandson. Absolutely hilarious story that happened there. So yeah, my pirates looking a little shaky, but Hey, we beat Duke. That's all that matters to me. We beat those private school pussies. Um, And, and here we are, uh, you know, another one. So early storylines to me that have jumped out. Like I said, I haven't been able to have a closer eye to the ground. Uh, I've watched some haven't been able to watch all of it. Um, or obviously it's hard to watch all of it, but I haven't watched the amount that I should to be, to be qualified, to be talking about it at the moment. But I did see UTSA, the Roadrunners, and good old conference USA knock off Stanford. And, and last I saw now, like, uh, I I'm not sure I, I, is you, I think UTSA is undefeated. Correct. Uh, I don't, I seven thought, and one, seven okay, and they one. lost once. Okay. That was a team that, uh, though I know that uh, that seemed like a pretty big upset there. It was, it, and it actually came in extra innings too. So it was a nice, uh, a nice win. Uh, so we got to keep an eye Plus, out for the road. It was runners. on Monday, so it was basically prime time for baseball because not many, not many ranked teams play right after a weekend series. So, boom, there we go, and. and and uh, I know we got some big matchups going on tomorrow. The good thing about, you know, we were unsure if they would have odds. Well, guess what? We do have odds. 
daily going on with college baseball. And I'm, I'm looking at the top 25 and, and I had a chance to, uh, to watch NC state. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. They're still looking good. They, they took care of Campbell is NC state still looking like a team that you think could win it all. NC state's my favorite future as of right now still was like, it was my number one going into the season still is now. Um, I highlighted, I highlighted a lot of pitching from their squad going into the year. I like their number one, their number two, their closer, but a kid that was not necessarily, uh, I was expecting a ton of the kids already put up a season's worth of stats. My guy, Tommy white, I nicknamed him Tommy, the tank engine on the first day, but it seems like Tommy tanks is just taking over the internet right now. <laughs> the dude has nine home runs. He's batting 588 with a 650 on base percentage and a 1412 slugging percentage. His OPS is 2062 and he has 29 RBIs. That is a stat line that some kids put up in a full season. Yeah. Well, that, that is, that is crazy right there. Wow. Uh, keep an eye out on, on NC state. Now I know you, you I mean, I, I, I'm going to toot your horn here. You were high on Oregon state and I look at them and they seem to be legit too. I think you were right spot on with the beavers. Talk to me about the beavers. So I really liked Oregon state coming into the year. I actually said that they would win the PAC 12 over at Stanford. Um, but there is a little bit of uncertainty now because Will Frisch, their number three starter, which they came into the year with the number one touted West Coast starting rotation. Okay. Uh, Will Frisch has not started a game. They believe that it is a minor injury. He will start probably come late March, early April for conference play. Um, but Fennings, one of the guys that I liked, he has this 11 30, 12 o'clock arm angle that's really tough to hit. And he's got this wicked side to side. Uh, ball movement on his pitches. He didn't make it through his third inning warmups on Saturday against uh, who were they just playing Xavier. So he is now down and out. And actually I was listening to the D one baseball podcast. That is a great podcast. And the only one that I listened to for college baseball, if you want uh, just news on teams. That's the one I promote. We were trying to focus on the betting angles and stuff. We're trying to be your number one uh, source for betting on college baseball, but I 100% would stamp my approval on D one baseball. They are very nervous about Fennings and when he would be able to come back. So that has me a little bit nervous on this future, but what I didn't expect was this Oregon state offense to be so good. So early. They were playing Gonzaga, who I actually liked their pitching rotation as well. And I highlighted them in the first podcast saying that that would be a great matchup that first weekend. They lit up Gonzaga. They put up 20 runs on them one game, and they've been an actual over machine for me. Even though they have a great starting rotation, the Beavers do. The Beavers' bats have come alive, and Jacob Melvin is one of the hottest hitters in the country right now. Nice Beaver. That is impressive. Or I mean, Oregon State. Um, I, I'm excited to watch them as the season grows. Like I said, like we have what 147 games, you know, starting tomorrow, and 177 on Saturday. So I know it's March Madness, mm-hmm. but hey, college baseball is in effect, and so we got your Beavers. We got. Uh, sorry, that's my phone going off. Um, You're good. 
Uh, there's a few teams. What what do you make of this Notre Dame team? Are they are they counterfeit so, or or what? Home run Jesus. They're great on offense. Shaky pitching this year. Actually, experienced pitching, but everybody that was shaky last year came back, and we're still not sure what that rotation is going to be. But that offense is one of the top ten productive offenses in the country, and rightfully earned. The, nick- the nickname home run Jesus, just like touchdown Jesus football, home run Jesus, <laughs> home run Jesus on the ball field. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, Texas. I know, you know, um, they came into the season with just gigantic expectations. They're still, they're still firing away. Longhorns. Do they look, is it, are they looking like to you? They could be the, the every bit of what we should have expected, or are they, you seeing some, you know, some concerning things at all? What do you make of the long? So the concerning things are the offense actually isn't producing at the rate that I expected them to. Um, They're kind of winning a lot of these low scoring games and that's because their bullpen and starting rotation are phenomenal. Um, The starting rotation has an ERA at just over one, but the staff ERA is at 0.61, which is in point zero point six one, which is incredible. And uh, I'm very excited for some matchups this weekend in the Shriners baseball classic. Yeah. And that classic going on in Houston, Texas, we're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, I just wanted to go through some of these other top, like I know the top 25 is not all the way up to date, but uh, you know, teams have played since um, there's, there's like multiple compilations of top 25s. The one that I like the most is D one baseball, which if you're looking for that, um, D one baseball is a subscription website, but you can go to NCAA baseball on Twitter and they usually tweet out every top 25. You just got to catch it on Monday when they come out. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Good to know. Check them out. And uh, what do you make of the Sacramento state team? A little, little mid major Hornet baseball. Is that a, is that a legit team? Or, I mean, is that the, is that a Boise state? I know Liberty also playing some good ball. Any of these, any of these teams standing out to you? Uh, I know, I know, I think uh, ECU is one of our favorites from, you know, obviously me being a, a Homer, but also uh, uh, from a mid-major point of view, any chance Liberty Sacramento state, uh, wh- who was the team we saw last year? Was it Wright state that played Tennessee in that classic? Yeah. Do we- yeah. So Wright state actually, they, I like Wright state as a team. I think they're a very good hitting team and they're fun to watch because their pitching is not usually all too great. Um, this year they've actually gotten just taken to the woodshed so far, uh, uh, in series against Georgia tech and Oklahoma state in two games, one against Georgia tech, one against Oklahoma state, they gave up 16 plus runs. So Wright state might not be the team that I thought they were going to be this year. But Sac State actually came out and swept Long Beach State. Who Long Beach State, another mid-major, they took two of three at Mississippi State. So everybody thought Long Beach State was just this new uh, monster on the block in the uh, West Coast. But Sac State came in and just swept them right off the right off their feet, winning low-scoring games five-four. I think was the score twice, and I think there was a one-zero score in there. I'm not completely uh, 100% sure on that, but Sac State did lose a midweek game to an NAIA school. So NAIA respect, I am part of one of those programs 
uh, don't talk shit on us before you go into that game. Cause I did see something on Twitter saying that, Oh, it's just NAI. They got some, they got some pitchers, some reps, which is never a problem. And it's, uh, it was actually British Columbia. So they came in from Canada to play. Wow. State and beat them. Wow. And, uh, all Liberty beat my Florida bitch. Gators. So I have respect for Liberty, but they're ranked 20th in the D one baseball top 25. We'll see where they go. They're a good uh, pitching team, but the bats still are a little bit uh, unproven. Uh, well, well, it's easy to see a tide turn. That is awesome. Uh, look, uh, got to touch base. A couple more things before we get to today's games. I want to touch base conference-wise. We know the Pac-12 was one of the top conferences, the Big Twelve as well, but the and mainly the SEC and perhaps the ACC. Um, let's just do a quick check-in. Pac-12. We know Stanford had some st- struggles. They're still, you know, uh, I think they're still have a decent record, but. Um, how about the Arizona Wildcats? I know we touched base on Oregon State. I mean, has uh, anything changed, or you, who would you project? I know it's. I know we're barely into the season. Maybe this is a dumb question, but gun to your head right now, best team in the Pac-12. I can't change from Oregon State, but I will say Arizona has looked impressive. They came out and they swept um, the Arlington, Texas tournament that they were in in the Ranger Stadium the first week. Um, but then they did put up a stinker. They lost by like 16 to grand Canyon, which is not a bad uh, group of five or mid major team uh, in their own right. So Arizona is probably that next team Stanford then for me, because Stanford, they've looked great. They shut down Arkansas. They actually worked out Hagen Smith, their top pitcher really early in the game before the third inning. Um, but Stanford just has this one loss, 11 0 to Fullerton, and then 6 5 to UTSA, which we don't know what UTSA is yet, but Fullerton can always fight against teams. So I'm not going to hold that one against them. Um, it, for me, the top three would probably go Oregon State, Arizona, Stanford as of right now. Okay. And then I'll switch over to the Big 12. It seems like Texas, who's still in the Big 12 for uh, the next, what, I think, year and a half. Um, <laughs> Texas is, is the team that obviously I think everyone says, Hey, they're damn good. And I know you, 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 you said there was some concerning things you're seeing, but are they still at the top or is Oklahoma state in that mix? Um, 100% Texas is on top, but Oklahoma state is knocking on the door. They took an impressive two games out of three against Vanderbilt. I did call for them to beat them and uh, against I did call for them to beat Vanderbilt once in that series. I didn't think they'd take it at Vandy. That was very impressive. And then they kicked the shit out of Wright state. So I'm impressed by the Cowboys team, but not going to put them over the Longhorns yet. And then the third team probably comes down for me, at least TCU. Um, Texas tech has been a little disappointing so far this season. Oklahoma is a team that I'm, kind of put on alert. I'm going to watch them because I wasn't expecting uh, them to be a top 25 team, but they have a huge opportunity this weekend. The Sooners boomer sooner. Okay. Uh, let's, let's get to the sec because you look at the, anyone's top 25. I feel like you're just going to get the whole sec conference for the most part, you know, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, uh, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee—they're all in the mix. Um, gun to your head, top three teams. 
it's extremely tough. Um, so coming into the year, I liked Florida a lot just because the rotation is young and talented, but they've actually dropped a few games in series. The number one team right now in my book would be LSU. They have the best offense in the country. In my eyes, their pitching is a little bit questionable. We're going to see what we need to see from that pitching staff this weekend in the Shriners. Um, Ole Miss is there. Arkansas is there. They've just lost to Illinois state, which was a little confusing. Um, Mississippi state's coming off a championship hangover. I still think they're going to be one of the top teams this year, but, uh, that one's a little bit of a stumper right now. I, I don't quite know what's going on in Stark Vegas. Interesting. Hail state. Come on. Hail state. Uh, shout out to our guy, Mike Leach, friend of the program. Um, now let's hop over last, last conference. I'll key in on ACC. You know, I know we touched base on, on, on the pre the preseason episode, Miami, uh, Florida state uh, you know, there was uh, some, I think some mentioning of, of Duke and, and maybe even Georgia tech. Um, I, I see uh, North Carolina, you know, has a rich program, Notre Dame. We talked about NC state, obviously the, 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 I think the favorite, um, give me three teams, gun to your head there in the ACC top three. So far from the first two weekends that I've observed NC state is probably my number one still. Florida state number two, uh, their top two starters are arguably the top two tandem in the country with Parker Messick and Bryce Hubbard. Number three comes down to, for me in my eyes, it's either um, I'll go Georgia tech and I'll let Miami prove it to me this weekend. If they can win a series against Florida, if it's not, if Miami can't do that, Notre Dame can squeak in as an honorable mention as well. But uh, Georgia Tech does have an explosive offense, like I said, against Wright State. Um, they are one of my over teams that I'll touch on a little bit, where just right now um, the pitching staff's a little shaky, but the offense is just incredible, led by catcher, All-American Kevin Parada. He's been lighting it up so far in two weeks. Uh, they look like they're a top offense in the ACC conference. There we go. There we go. And you're listening to Noah Beanick. You can follow Noah on Twitter at 70. That's S E V E N T Y seven N B. All right. Give him a follow. The guy knows his college sports. He knows all these sports. I mean, he's doing a ton of stuff for us over at sports gathering podcast uh, and the sports gathering podcast network. So make sure you check that out. We're going to get to a few games uh, going off. There's a bunch of games going on this weekend. I'm telling you, it's not just March Madness for basketball, March Madness for college baseball as well. Um, but before we get over there, I just I, I gotta just give a give a shout out to uh, I gotta basically get us paid, you know. And sometimes you just gotta be a company guy. All right, I want to tell you guys that the college baseball experience is brought to you by WinBet. For every twenty five dollars you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and a thousand dollars in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And then we're also brought to you by Stable Duel. 
Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 25 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And look, this Saturday morning, Sean Stack in the Money Green, Ryan Real Money Kramer, and our guy Malcolm, who covers uh, horse racing for us uh, at Sports Gambling Podcast Network, they're going to have a live show for you Saturday morning. I believe. Uh, I believe it's eight thirty in the morning on the west. So what eleven a eleven thirty a.m. on the east? Come check that out. Stable Duel. They got some 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 horse racing stuff going on. And as my guy Sean Stack of the Money Green says, "I'll see you at the finish line." <laughs> I got to. I, I love quoting that. I love when when Green says that every time. It gets me. Um, and last but not least, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. Make sure you check out the SGPN app. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It's available for free in the App Store and Google Play Store. Go grab that thing today and let it ride because you'll get access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts. We got right here Noah Beanick. This is a guy who writing tons of articles for us. You'll get access to all of them via the SGPN app. You got no excuses. It's free. We're giving you free entertainment. Boom. Go get that thing and let it ride. All right. So Noah, I'm looking at just a slew of games going on. Uh, when I, when I pull up, when I pull up what, what I can bet on, I just see a ton of action for tomorrow's yeah, man, dude. Oh, for, for shoot, tomorrow's uh, AirPods dying. it's okay. Yeah, dude. Um, I see first off, I just got a key in East Carolina is hosting the sycamores of Indiana state. I, I don't care if our pitchers bogging beers. We're we're beating the Sycamores, all right. I I see us at a, a minus one forty five. I see the over under at twelve and a half. I I think I just need to remind the people, as as I'm sure they're just like this asshole, just doesn't give it up with with East Carolina. But because when you're at East Carolina, you go for it every time. Or you don't coach at East Carolina. You don't come to East Carolina. You don't play at East Carolina with a weak heart. Write it. Yes, I'm writing it. And look, Wizen Hunt, maybe he's maybe he's saying like this. I didn't come here to study. I come here to study. Studying sucks. Studying really sucks. <laughs> but either way, you got my pirates winning this one? I'm not I'm not gutsy enough to lock it. I do think ECU steals this one because I'm nervous about their next two in this tournament coming up. So uh, they have a huge target on their back in this little four teamer. They're the uh, top program in it and they'll be facing every team's number one. So I got you guys beating Indiana state, not going to lock it, but that one's my most comfortable money line play on East Carolina this weekend. So ECU fans, if you're looking for a spot, this is it. There we go. Let's go pirates. Okay. That's part of the declare classic which is hosted by East Carolina and Greenville, North Carolina. There's a lot of, cl- there's a couple of classics. I, we, we alluded to this one over, uh, or earlier. I should say the Shriners college classic. We got to go through these. All right. UCLA and Baylor Baylor four and four UCLA six and three. Do you got a lean here? My lean would be UCLA. I know their pitching staffs much better than Baylor and Baylor came out first weekend. You you probably can get away with it, but being swept by a big 10 team, I, I, again, these Northern teams, they can't really practice outside. Uh, that was not a good showing showing for Baylor. So Baylor's Baylor's one of those teams that have to prove it to me. 
Uh, what are the odds on UCLA here? Um, they were just posted about an hour ago. UCLA in this game is minus 185. So I'm comfortable laying anything minus 200 or less going down to minus 100. Anything above 200, under 500, I'd consider parlaying them. So, But uh, UCLA, I, I'd recommend it. I like that play. All right, then we got Oklahoma LSU going on tomorrow. What what now? That's one where you said you're kind of high on Oklahoma, but you also said you're kind of high on LSU. And by the way, I'm drawing a blank on the kid's name that transferred in from Arizona State, but I w- definitely watched him hit hit a, a dinger the other day. Uh, what what's what's the gentleman's name again that transferred in from uh from Arizona State? Jacob Berry. Yes, that guy's a baller. I'm buying in. Um, Oklahoma LSU. What are you doing? So I feel really comfortable taking LSU here. Um, slight, uh, I might take them to build a parlay. Um, no pitchers have been announced yet. I don't know if they're going to pitch Blake money. If they don't pitch Blake money, I really like the over in this game. If money is on the mound, if the cash is on the mound, the cash is going to be on the side for LSU. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. Uh, and then you got Tennessee, Texas. I mean, is there any chance the Vols show up and dethrone the Longhorns? 100%. Tennessee's offense has actually been incredible to start the year. Um, They've outscored opponents 117 to 7. Wow. Um, It is the best offense, like run rise. They haven't played a very good competition. So we'll see what they do. And I'm assuming Pete Hansen is going to be on the mound for the Longhorns. We'll see what they do against the top three pitcher in the country. Yeah. I will lean Texas in this one. They got to prove it. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, so those are going on on Friday. That is tomorrow. Saturday, we got UCLA, Oklahoma, Baylor, Tennessee, LSU, Texas, followed by Sunday, Tennessee, Oklahoma, UCLA, Texas, LSU, Baylor. Um, man, I can't wait to watch. I mean, like I said, it's going to be a busy college basketball, but I'm going to have to find a couple. TVs to throw some college baseball on another one in the Leclerc classic hosted by ECU is uh, we alluded to the Indiana state game, but Michigan at Maryland, I know you're a Wolverines fan, so I don't know if I should even ask you this, but Maryland's undefeated. Are they legit or is this just who they've played? Maryland's very legit. They've gone on the road and swept Baylor and they've swept Campbell both squads very good this year or supposed to be good coming into the, coming into this year, um, depending on pitching matchup. If Michigan throws cam Weston, who's our ACE, we have a fighting chance against anybody. If Maryland throws Nick Dean, they're going to win this game. But like I said, there's a huge target on East Carolina hosting this tournament. I think East Carolina seeing every team's number one. So I think, I think both teams show their number twos because they're not going to want to show their ace before they play each other in big 10 play. So coming at my pirates, they should look, they're going to learn a valuable lesson in life. All right. Don't come at the pirates. All right. (laughs) Uh, We also got what the, the, the bettable series. Um, We got uh, what uh, Florida, Miami that you were telling me about. Um, where are you going here? Little, little in-state battle, little rivalry. I know you said Miami has yeah, got to prove it to you. Big in-state rivalry here. Um, this is, I think this might be a weird one where Florida hosts two and Miami hosts one, 
or Miami's hosting all three. I cannot remember which way it goes. My guess is Miami's hosting all three. So I'm going to go with Hunter Barco wins his start in game one for the Gators. But Miami, I think they'll probably take the next two from them um, with the home field advantage and just the fact that the rotation's a bit more proven and they've got this lefty out of the pen, their closer, who is a top closer in the country. So I like Miami two out of three in the series, Florida winning that first game. Wow, I like it. I like it. Okay, now we just did a, a USFL is kicking off April sixteenth, folks. If you haven't subscribed to the USFL Gambling Podcast, I strongly urge you to do so. Uh, we just did a, a thirty-five round draft live. Um, that season's going to be kicking off April sixteenth, but we just had Toby Johnson on, who played with the Georgia Bulldogs, a defensive tackle, and I asked him about you know I thought that his biggest rival I thought he was going to say Florida, I thought he was going to say Auburn, perhaps. Uh, no, it was Georgia tech. And I see we got Georgia, Georgia tech happening. Both, you know, teams that have been really impressive so far this season. What are you going with here this weekend? This one's a tough one. Um, Georgia hosts two and Georgia tech hosts one Georgia tech has the Friday night game. And that's actually the game that I'm most confident in Georgia winning this Uh, Jonathan cannon, their ACE. He actually has not given up a run yet this season. He's a guy that I was very high on and I felt very comfortable giving Georgia out as a huge long shot to win the college world series this year because of his arm and the rest of the arms on that bulldog squad. I'm going to be taking Georgia every game this series. I think there's going to be a ton of value on them. Wow. Pay attention folks. Money to be made. Uh, Hail state. We touched on them. Their struggles in the early season. They are at Tulane, the Green Wave. Nice start to their season. Uh, what are you doing here? So, looking at this series, I think it's the probably top three of the of the week behind the other two that we've just mentioned. Tulane has put up great fights so far this season, and they've got this whole thing, the shtick where they uh, huddle all up in the dugout on the road and they uh, slap a green wave sticker on the other team's logo in the dugout. It's electric <laughs> to start the game off, gets everybody in the right mood. They're not on the road. So they're not going to be playing with that type of energy. They're not going to slap a sticker on their own logo on their dugout. Um, Mississippi it's easy state, to see a tide turn. <laughs> Sorry. Mississippi state. They, uh, they've been shaky to start the season. Um, Landon Sims is a top three starter in the country. He's looked very, very special. I, I won't use that word a lot on this podcast, that kid is special and they've lost both of his starts, both on flukes where long beach state, they got one hit by him until Sims got pulled. And then they scratched across a couple of runs and won that game on his start. And then last week was another really kind of fluky win by uh, who'd they even play? It's escaping me, but I really think that Landon Sims gets his first career win here and Mississippi state going away on the road from duty noble to get away from the crowd and the fans. It kind of, I think it'll loosen them up and not have all their fans thinking about, Hey, we're defending national champions, not a ton of pressure on the kids. You know, it's not often where you say going on the road, they might be more comfortable, but you have 13,000 fans at your home stadium, the biggest home stadium in college baseball going on the road, less noise. I 
I think Mississippi State takes two, maybe three. And right now they're opening as a dog, plus 110. I really, really like them on Friday night with Landon Sims on the mound. And this one, I'm going to keep my eye on the price throughout the weekend, but I might be taking Mississippi State every game. Tulane's a great squad. No disrespect to the Green Wave, but the price on Mississippi State's too juicy to not play it. That sounds like a so, lock. Let me cue up the music. Up there we go. Shout out to Major League. All right, a few more. I just want to touch base on here. We got uh, UC Irvine. They're taking on the Beavers. Talked about that dangerous Beaver offense. Uh, any chance? Uh, what are they? The Anteaters? One of the slept on great names in college basketball, the Anteaters. Um, what, what are you doing here? Great nickname battle between the Anteaters yes. and the Beavers. Yes. 100%. Um, Friday night, Friday night, 100%. I'm on Cooper Jerpy here with the Beavers and that explosive offense. Let me check the price because I they just dropped before we jumped on um, 290. So I'm willing to throw that into a parlay here with uh, some other guys that I have listed um, really like the Beaver squad. And I actually rode UC nice Irvine on the road against Lafayette, uh, Louisiana, and they lost two or three. Um, I like the UC squad, but I don't think their offense will be able to keep up with this explosiveness explosiveness from the Beavers. So give me the Beavers in all three games. If that price stays under 500, I'll parlay them in the three and this over here at over 11. I like it. I don't think I'm going to bet it Friday going up against UC Irvine's number one, but Saturday and Sunday, if that thing doesn't get over 14, if that stays under 14, I'm going to play the over on both Saturday and Sunday. I like it. I like it. Um, okay. Uh, what do we got? Old miss at UCF. Um, that is one. Hey, UCF, they dethroned my pirates in what the AAC tournament last year, still a bit bitter. Any chance the golden Knights can have some success uh, or is it going to be just uh, Ole miss just too much for them? You can't win. This is going to be a fun one. Um, one of our followers, Patrick um, Fisher, Fisher. Yes. He's a huge UCF guy. He's been hitting me up quite a bit. I'm going to, I'm going to try starting something with this because we got a huge LSU fan in Honkus. Um, Dryden is a big beers guy and Bush league is a huge Arizona state guy. If there's an electric clip out there with just a home run and a big bat drop or some dude hits a home run for James Madison and throws a football helmet on his head, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to tag, I'm going to tag our SGPN super fans and get this thing going because I really, I really want to try to spread the uh, college baseball hype without MLB being pulled. UCF starting rotation has been very impressive so far. They're top five in staff ERA so far this year, and Ole Miss is top 20 in scoring. Wow. So this is going to be a great matchup. The price on Ole Miss minus 160 is really good considering that UCF hasn't played a team caliber that the Rebels have. So Friday night, um, I'm not going to lock it, but you definitely have the okay to play the money line on Ole Miss there. I'm on it. You talked me into it. 
talk me into it. Uh, Rebel yell. All right, give me some. What is that, Billy Idol? I don't remember. Um, uh, Gonzaga at Oklahoma State. Look, uh, let's talk. I, I'm, all, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna hammer uh, the the Cowboys. I think in Stillwater. What are you doing here? Gonzaga has a good pitching rotation out on the West too. Top five in the West. I think I said that in the first episode, so I'm not gonna uh, hammer a nail there. But Oklahoma State's ace. He's top ten in the country. I'm locking Oklahoma State on Friday night for sure. Being at home, they're minus one fifty. I love that price. So I'm going to play Oklahoma State there on Friday, and we'll see where Saturday and Sunday take us. Actually, I think they have a doubleheader on Friday. So typically, this is good betting insight when betting on baseball in general, but especially college baseball. Hell yeah! Oftentimes, oftentimes you do not sweep a doubleheader if they offer the second game, take the team that lost the first game. It's just the weird motivation, get up on the same day type thing. Um, it don't ask me how it is, but it might be seven inning games might be nine. I can't confirm that. But, uh, if it's seven innings, I love Oklahoma state, the first game, and then give me Gonzaga, the second game on the money line as like a plus one fifty two hundred dog. Folks, pay attention. Noah Phoenix dropping knowledge. Uh, just gonna just rattle off a couple more. Coastal Carolina's at North Carolina. Shanta clears Tar Heels. South Carolina against North Carolina in a way. Um, are you going here? Um, I'm kind of reading through the lines here. Coastal Carolina has a seven and two record, and I, no disrespect to Vegas because I think the Mississippi state line is off. You kind of always say wrong team favored. Um, there's not enough juice on North Carolina here. Coastal Carolina has not played the quality competition that North Carolina has played with their eight and one record. North Carolina beat ECU twice in a series. Sorry, Colby, Bastards. but uh, locking up 175 money line, North Carolina Friday night. And we'll see what the price is for Saturday and Sunday. But I like UNC throughout the series. Coastal Carolina won the national championship within the last 10 years. But I need to see it more. I need to see some more from this team. North Carolina has been surprising me, and I think I'm going to ride them for this series. All right. Going with the Tar Heels. TCU, Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky is what? They're eight and one. TCU, seven and one. Number 16 in the country. Uh, do I smell an upset brewing in Lexington? I don't. Okay. <laughs> same thing. Same thing with coastal. Uh, I don't think they've played enough quality competition. They've played Western Michigan and, uh, it might've been like s- Southeast Mississippi state or something like that. Um, they, their eight wins are kind of inflated in my opinion. TCU's played some great competition. They played in the MLB four in the first week came away two and one with the only loss on that record being to Cal. Um, I really like the Horn Frog team this year. I'm locking them on Friday night as well, minus 175, and we'll see where the weekend takes it. Okay, and final game we'll talk about before we get out of here. Vanderbilt is Vanderbilt. They're a blue blood when it comes to college baseball. They're going on on the road to the island. And by the way, this is a week zero college football matchup next year. Vanderbilt at Hawaii. But you know, I got a cue. It's a hard trip. You know. Is it paradise all the time for Vanderbilt? Is the question when they go to Hawaii. So. 
game one, I'm most nervous about. There's going to be two horses on the mound for both Vanderbilt and Hawaii. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the kid's name for Hawaii because he is a Hawaiian native and that thing just, I'll, I'll wait till the, uh, announcer says it, so I can uh, feel confident enough saying it on air. <laughs> hey, but- sometimes they're wrong. I was watching a clip on like Twitter of like them saying Keyshawn Johnson on sports center when he was at USC and they were butchering that they were like, Kashawn Johnson without the Y. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know, but uh, uh, so yeah, I, I like both the horses on the mound. Hawaii's only fighting chance in this series is game one. But if you're ballsy enough to take it, I want to know this price. Um, let's see. I love 1150, it. 1150 at night on Friday, Eastern. Uh, what is that? 830 for you guys on the Pacific. Hawaii's plus one ninety, so Vegas kind of sees this as well. That kid is good. Um, he he pushed Washington State. That game was a snooze fest on Friday night. It was so it was like four and a half hours long. Um, I stayed up for every minute of it, but it was a pitcher's duel. Um, not quite a matchup that will keep you up late at night. And I don't expect this one to be any different because uh, I think it's McIlwain. The kid's name is for Vanderbilt kids a stud. And then I'm not even going to try to say the wise kid name, <laughs> but I got, I got Vanderbilt. It's a four game series, doubleheader on Saturday. Vanderbilt's going to win comfortably two could be split. Like I said, doubleheader fade the team that won the first matchup. Um, I'll say three, one Vandy. They escaped, they escaped the first game as well. All right. You got it guys. This is, he's giving you this free money. What's not to like about free money? He's Noah Beanick. You can follow him on Twitter at 70. That's once again S E V E N T Y 7 N B on Twitter. I'm at the Colby D. Subscribe to the College Baseball Experience. We will, we're working, we're going to have some artwork dropping soon, but, uh, we're going to try to bring you more of these episodes as the season gets closer. And uh, yes, yeah, subscribe. We're at TCE on SGPN on Twitter. Give us a follow there as, as Noah's constantly updating, you know, constantly uh, talking best bets with, with, uh, with baseball. Also check out our Slack channel, check out the Slack channel. They're always talking college baseball, college hoops, whatever in there. Pretty much anything, any sport you could think of. You want to know about who's winning the arm wrestling match going on in Zimbabwe. They probably got you covered as well. Um, uh, so get the Slack channel or get the Slack app. Go to the Sports Gambling Podcast channel. We appreciate you, uh, each and every listener out there. So uh, Noah, let's have a, f- a wonderful weekend watching some hoops and some baseball, man. Yeah, dude, I plan on it, dude. Thirty-four or thirty-two bettable games this Friday. It's the most we've ever had for a slate. On opening day, we had sixteen games, and on the second Friday game or the second Friday slate, we had twenty-two. So we have. 10 more games than we've ever had for a regular season day. And we've never had this many for the NCAA tournament. So 32 games, the most we've ever had betting college baseball. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, subscribe to the sports gambling podcast, subscribe to the college baseball experience, the college basketball experience, the college football experience, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. <laughs> We got you covered. There's other sports out there too. I mean, I could I, the, the rosters. We we got a ton. Golf gambling podcast. 
great, great stuff they're doing over there. Check them all out. Uh, he's Noah Beanick. My name is Colby Swinging Dan Debase. Dan, have a wonderful weekend. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. You come from a land down under.